0: Welcome to episode two of the Jasmine and Ashley podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a very controversial topic, which is financial abuse, my $25,000 mistake. (laughs) So, I'm sure most of you are wondering, okay, what do we mean by this topic? But we're going to get into a lot of details why it's called this way. So, first and foremost, before we like jump into um, this podcast, let's first talk about what exactly is financial abuse because financial abuse can be, you know, different meanings. It Mm -hmm. could be, you know, different types of things causing it. And one of the common, you know, definitions of financial abuse is someone fraudulently taking money from you, someone um, taking advantage of you financially, Mm -hmm. someone taking control of you through money or, constantly coming to you for loans and that person doesn't even care to like pay you back so there's different types of financial abuse and it typically like happens in relationships households businesses like people just taking advantage of different people you know elderly people you know people your when, friends. yeah your friends like so many different types of financial abuse happens every day and I'm sure most of you that are listening have been victims of financial abuse. And Jasmine and I, we've mentioned in episode one that we've dealt with ex-boyfriends who thought it was okay to take advantage of us financially, and we were so furious from those experiences. So we said, so we said to ourselves, no, fuck it. Let's just talk about it in a podcast, like just breaking down what we went through, what we learned, and what some people don't even realize when they're in these situations Mm -hmm. and I first want to start off with Jasmine because as I have already mentioned the episode is called financial abuse my $25,000 mistake and Jasmine is the highlight of this particular episode because someone that she dated used her as a personal ATM machine and it was a messed up situation and I really want to like have Jasmine share her experiences and just like, lay it all out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She agreed
1: to lay it out. So let's lay it all out. (laughs) There is nothing I'm not willing to cover. You know, if you had, if we had done this episode, even two years ago, I would have been so freaking embarrassed. I was so ashamed. And I feel like, you know, I feel like we both come to the place where We really accepted the situation and we grew so much from it. And I have to admit, like, I am honestly so glad I went through that situation looking back because now I can just like spot all the red flags. And what I mean, so the the title is called uh, my $25,000 mistake. And that's my pretty accurate estimation over the course of an eight year relationship, how much I probably spent on this guy. Um, and obviously eight years is a seriously long time to be in a relationship. And I have to mention that this was my first relationship ever. I had my first boyfriend at 20 years old. I had no experience. I had no idea what was normal in a relationship. And so the way that this started, and it was like such a slow progression. And now looking back, like, dude, this this real this guy really had me on a rope. Like he really took me for a fool and I was just so in love that I had no idea what was going on. I seriously trusted him so much. I really thought he had my best intentions at heart, but that was not the case. And I mentioned in the first episode so he had narcissistic personality disorder and almost every situation I've heard of where, you know, people have been duped out of money, it's usually because it's people with this type of personality. They're so manipulative. They will make you think like, completely change your whole reality and make you think like they're in the worst position ever. Like all they need is a little bit of money to survive. And I, I guess in general, my motivation for helping him originally, and keep in mind, anytime I gave this guy money, it was from my heart. I sincerely believed he needed it. And I thought I was being the supportive girlfriend, fiance, wife at the time and really helping him. So, and I wanted to support him. Um, but looking back, dude, it it was just all a freaking game. Um, and I guess we could start off with like, so in the beginning, um, you know, when we got together when um, we were 20, we were the same age. Um, and after college, you know, I had my first full-time job pretty quickly. He was still in college. First, dude, there's, there's so many red flags looking back, but this guy- Jasmine,
0: take your time. I mean, just, you're doing so well right now. I'm sure you're past it, but the fact that you're like really saying, you know, it was all a game, don't feel embarrassed. Like say it proudly, say that statement proudly and don't feel ashamed because not too many people can get out of it. They can't get out of these games quickly because there's no one guiding them. There's no one intervening. And most people don't go to people and say, Hey, I'm giving this guy so much money. I'm giving this girl so much money. No one's not that many people is open Mm -hmm. book. So I'm happy to hear, you know, the way that you're telling your story. It's really important for everyone that's listening.
1: And I have a feeling in general, um, I've honestly, it's rare for me to hear other women with this experience, but I'm sure loads of men have this experience of women that were just using them, even if it's buy exactly. them purses, take them out on trips. And like, it turns out they never even really love them. They were just using them financially. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of the same sense here. So I really hope like this helps others, especially if you've gone through this, like seriously, do not feel embarrassed. Do not feel ashamed. And I know the anger, honestly, the, getting over the anger was the hardest part for me when I look back, like, so I guess to start off with, um, so as I mentioned, um, so like I started having a full-time job right out of college and he was still in school and like, he was just like messing around. And a lot of times, like, especially I, oh, I have to mention in the beginning, he paid for everything, everything. Oh, really? Ev- and I think that was the trick. He, wow because I think he used that specifically to make me want to help him later because he could always use bring that out of his pocket like hey like I covered dinner last time like hey do you mind covering dinner this time it was such a slow progression and that's why I think like over time it I, my real estimation might be fifty thousand dollars and if we're adding the cost of emotional pain and struggle, <laughs> That would be like a freaking billion dollars. So he's lucky that I only have $25,000 on legal forms. Um, And I can't wait to get to the legal aspect, which Ashley has experience with. Um, Oh my God.
0: Jasmine, you cracked me up when you said you're adding emotional pain. Yes. (laughs) So the total expense.
1: That was so fucking real, dude. And honestly, that's like-
0: I I wish this was something that we can, you know, do in the court system. Like emotional- stress (laughs)
1: stress <laughs> and I think I mean I think it is but like you'd have to have like legit proof like I'm sure no, you like to
0: see a therapist you know yep. you have to do this you have to do that, that. you that couldn't do things. this you couldn't sleep whatever <laughs> so but Jasmine I really before you start what I have to I have to ask you this question what was it like in the beginning stages like when did the shift happen where he's paying for everything and then it shifted to you paying for everything?
1: I think it started when he realized that I was willing to keep paying for his stuff. Wow. And I think that's when he got in his head like oh man like she's giving me all this like yeah like let's see what else I can get out of her. So in the very beginning I think this was man I wish I wish I could go back in time but Um, And this is one, so Ashley and I used to work together. And like this, it was around that time period when my intuition was screaming at me. But again, because this was my first relationship, I had no idea what normal was. And this dude was such a great manipulator and gaslighter that I actually felt guilty if I didn't help him and give him money. And it wasn't, when I say give money, I didn't mean like, I, I wasn't like literally handing him cash and stuff like that. What I mean was that, like, for example, um, he as a narcissist. Again, please Google this if, like, if any of this resonates with you for the type of person I'm describing, um, because, oh, like, they're so predictable. And I really wish I saw this sooner. But um, I think at the moment my intuition started screaming at me was when um, we. So he was working over he his job at the time was um, he was a doorman. On the night shift. And so, of course, um, manipulators love playing the victim role. So, for him, it's like, oh, my, my mom didn't cook anything. I had nothing in the house. Now I have to work all night and I have no food. I'm so tired. I'm so hungry. boo, boo-hoo. And so, me being like, dude, like I was freaking in love with him. I'm like, oh my God, poor baby. Like, how can I help him? And so, it started off with um, he, I, I offered him my seamless account to get like get some food when he needed it. Do you know after maybe 2 weeks I, and again it, it's a slow progression. You know, he was doing it like maybe like maybe like once a week or something like that. Like and from my point of view it was like when he really needed it. That's what I meant it for. When he really freaking needed it. And suddenly he spent in one week $500 on Seamless. I was so freaking livid. I, oh my God, it took me so, I was so freaking angry. And then when I talked to him about it and I confronted him, he would, again, he played the victim role. There's such great manipulators, dude, and complete gaslighting. And he's like, you have everything. You have a full-time job. You never have to worry wow. about money. Your mom cooks for you every day. I have nothing. And like, again, when you're in love, like, I'm a very sympathetic person, like I completely forgot about my anger, and I wanted to make sure he was okay. And he used that to his advantage. And then over time, again, this is a gradual progression. First, it was food, and then it was like, oh, I never have any good clothes to wear, like I don't make enough money, blah, blah, blah. Um, and again, there's nothing I'm, I'm not willing to talk about on this episode. And as much as embarrassing as it sounds, I ended up paying for his tuition
0: oh my god I, I i i never heard of that part but that and is look, something that I, you never told me and
1: you know, it was like directly dollars a semester and keep in mind he never even freaking went to school you know the oh only my reason
0: god dude no way
1: yo i'm putting It's if, if so what happened
0: did you ever get the money back like you gave him the money for their tuition since it's, since he didn't even do anything did you ever but Nothing. Jasmine, I have to ask you, did it really go to tuition or did he tell you it was for tu- for tuition? Did you physically go on the on a website? Did you physically mail a payment
1: to the school or oh, it was. It was it actually was for tuition because Oh he, my god. Wow. He, he used my credit card and I remember seeing it on the statement. Oh and It my god. It, they, oh my god. It, it, it's going to be hard for me not like not to have my anger floating back up again. This is why I meditate people. Like, <laughs> like
0: No, you're ab- no, you're absolutely right. And as we as you mentioned, you have to just release it and just talk about it at some point. Yep. And talking about it is, you know, it's it's a you know a stress reliever. Like just letting it out, it makes you feel better afterwards. Like holding it all in. You're yep. going to keep thinking about it. It's going to yep. keep a playing in your head. You're like, damn, like, what was I doing with this person? Like, what, like, what was I thinking? You know, like, dishing yep. it, dishing it, dishing it. He was taking, 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 and I wasn't getting anything back. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's hard, <laughs> but I don't want you, I don't want this podcast to like get you
1: like too loud up. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And honestly, like, I have to say, um, when whenever the anger flares up especially like when I first realized all of this was going on I was so freaking angry like I legit bought like glass cups and plates like from the 99 cent store and went to a dead end and it was just like throwing like oh my god I've never of heard this. of anyone doing this you Have a angry? very interesting way to like show your frustrations you know when a man like just like punches through the wall like oh yeah definitely <laughs> I need to release anger like physically so like I had um but the throughout my anger when I really think about it I wasn't of course I was angry at him but honestly I was most angry at myself and learning how to forgive myself was the hardest part I was in love I didn't know any better knowing the information I had now obviously things would be different but like And again, this is why I'm thankful for the experience because like, if I ever encounter this again, like, dude, like this shit is never, ever, ever flying past by me again.
0: And I have a question. When you said like, you don't want to ever, you know, encounter this again. Do you want to bring, like, would you bring this up for the next relationships or the next guys that you talk to? Like, Would you like want to like mention your experience or you just want to like test it out and not like bring it up like you know what I mean like some people would want to like mention you know in the past I've dealt with trust issues because this guy was always financially abusing me mm-hmm. just to give that person you know a little warning or a heads up like okay I hope you're not going to repeat the same thing that this guy did to me or this girl did to me would you going forward mentioning it to any other guy that you really want to get serious with like if mention you- what like all of the situations that happened with you and your ex
1: That's a really good question, because I feel like if I'm at the point where um, I'm getting serious with a guy, I've done my due diligence and I completely trust and love him in a healthy way because I've only experienced unhealthy relationships. So now I'm really starting to see like what a healthy relationship is. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be important to mention just so he understands where I'm coming from. If I'm uncomfortable with certain things like, oh, my earring fell off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was that a sign that she was lying just now? But
1: I'm, just, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just gonna like, I'll just tilt my head to the side. <laughs>
0: I'm just joking when she was asked. I'm just joking.
1: Uh, no, I think it would be important to mention because, um, you know, let me take this off. Now it's gonna look weird. <laughs> I think it's gonna be important to mention just because it's like if there's things I'm uncomfortable with, because so. You know, I think moving forward, I'm absolutely not paying for shit. I'm going to say that outright. I expect to be spoiled. I expect to be treated like the queen I am. So I'm not paying for shit. Like if it's, I'm a great gift giver, I'll give gifts, but I'm not paying for shit. If he needs money, then I'm sorry. Like that's your problem. (laughs) My money is my money. And that's,
0: oh my God, Jasmine, I, I think you might change your mind because when you get in a very, very serious relationship, I'm in a serious relationship, a serious marriage. You want to do things 50-50, 20-80, 50, depending on who makes more money or whatever the situation is. But I agree with you. The guy needs to put in work. The next gentleman that comes in your life needs to put in work. If you guys are in, you know, the dating stage and money comes up real quickly, you're going to be like, ah, oh, let me just take a couple of steps back because I don't understand why this guy is asking me for money or that's the like thing if it's something like can you spot tip or gas or toll I mean I don't know mm, like I if guess it's like small expenses okay yeah, yeah you can help you know can help, a, help a guy out yeah. but large loans
1: no you know they play a scratch that's it not happening and obviously like, you know, I'm exaggerating and like, I haven't been in a healthy relationship. So yeah. obviously my opinions will change later on, but like, if it's because, all right. And this is just my point of view. You could agree or disagree, mm-hmm. but I really feel that men should be providers. I want to be taken care of. If I'm going to be with a guy long term, no, you're right. You're right. like, I'm sorry. Like if it, cause when I think about it, if I was a man, if I was in the provider role, I would feel so embarrassed asking my woman for money. Before I even think about asking her, I would go through my parents, my siblings, my friends, like she would be the last absolute person I would ask. And so from that mentality, like, that's just my point of view. Like, that's why I feel like if a guy is so will, like, so ready to ask a woman, like, where's your manhood? I'm like, jasmine i i have to interject there
0: are certain circumstances that are out of our control they could have lost their job some you know some emergency where they don't even have the funds for you know they can't go in their retirement money we totally understand like different Mm -hmm. you know situations can you know just change things and then they may have to come to you and say hey i have this really i have this bad situation can you please like loan me money and then i'll pay you back now I have to agree with you on the whole provider situation that when we, when I was brought up, we were told that the man is the head of the household. Like the man is going to be giving his checks to the wife. The wife handles the bills and handles taking care of the kids and all that stuff. And that's a, that's a typical norm. Mm -hmm. Now in 2021, right now there's, it, 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 it changed. Women are now head of households, probably more than men, and men are now head of households, or they, you know, there's equal head of households. So you know, the dynamic has changed now. But I feel, in terms of providing, I wouldn't necessarily put everything in the guy's hands. And I, and I'm only saying this because so many women are so independent. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. There's nothing wrong, you know, there's nothing wrong with making your money. He makes his money. And then you guys don't have to share each other's money. There's also nothing wrong with him providing everything, like putting all the food on the table, him, you know, helping you out, paying for things, not having you pay for bills. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But I personally think in terms of their provider role, you can't really... Say it's going to work like that for every situation because for relationships, the both of you may not be making the same income. She be ma- she might make more than him, he might make more than her. So I, I get sometimes it may yeah. be a little confusing in terms of okay, well, shouldn't you be the provider or she should, yeah. this person should be the main provider? Like it, it really depends on the income situation and. Who is making more money? Who can afford it? Because if there's kids involved, can't I mean, would you say he should pay for all of the the kids' expenses, the wife' expenses, and his? Like, what, like, what is your standpoint in that? Because you said that you you feel that if you were, like, if you move on to one of their serious relationships, that you should not be paying for much. Like, do you think it's fair?
1: So if kids are involved, like obviously, yeah, if and
0: have, kids involved, yeah, like do you feel it's fair that the person should still be the the
1: main provider? No, I'm de- like those are my kids. I am giving them the world. If I could, like, nah, I'm not even, I'm not like cutting any expense when it comes to my kids. Exactly. And I have to admit, like, so throughout this conversation, and this is probably why I'm single. Like, <laughs> I have, I, I, I'll admit it. Like, I really still have like a lot of negative thoughts processes and beliefs around relationships and around money and this is part of me growing this is part of me learning and getting through that experience and you know a lot of stuff I'm saying it's coming from a place of hurt it's coming from me not wanting to make those same mistakes again
0: no I totally understand what you're saying because you're basically saying these past experiences are still at the back of my mind and I'm holding this guard up Yes. because of this hurt that my ex put me through
1: mm-hmm.
0: I went through the same situation um after I dealt with my crazy ex
1: yeah could could we get into that story because <laughs> like how does it, yeah how is, does it is, is it? everyone already is anyone ready to get into that story <laughs> I'm ready I'm ready and you have such great experience like on the legal side too which I'm so interested in hearing more about <laughs> okay so um
0: for everyone listening, for the record, I dealt with a guy who I thought was Mr. White. I thought he was my soulmate. I was so infatuated with his sense of humor. You know, he was always fun to like hang around with. He yeah. was always going to the gym, like looking so hot and sexy. And I'm like, I'm like so mesmer- like mesmerized, like, oh my God, he's so hot. He's so funny. Mm. You know, he's so cool to be around. So that was... All of these things that was going on in the beginning, all these butterflies in my stomach, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to be with him. So in the beginning of the relationship, we were attracted to each other physically. Same. You know? that was the first thing that just like caught us together. Like we just like kept you know, looking at each other and saying, oh my God, like we turned each other on, you know, the kissing and all that stuff was involved.
1: I want to say great dick will keep you in a relationship (laughs) longer than you should be in. That's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) I can't deal with you right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. So when I was dealing with this guy, now, Jasmine, the difference between my ex and your ex, he was not narcissistic. Mm. That is in terms of personality one of the biggest things that i felt i should have picked on quickly was he was always about himself like he would look in the mirror constantly like making sure his outfits were right like constantly like trying to be like a hot shot like you know when we're together going outside you know getting ready to go to a restaurant he always wanted to make sure you know he was the center of attention like you know girls checking him out and That's not. It was so fucking annoying. Like I thought, okay, maybe it's his personality. Let me just stay in this, you know, stay in this relationship because that's just him. He just wants to make sure all the girls has, you know, has their eyes on him. And it just got annoying. I'm like, why is he always doing that? Like always trying to make sure he looks good, checking himself out, making sure his, you know, he always changes his hats, his shoes, you know, everything was about style. Like whatever like always making sure he looks good and you know so that was like that was like the kind of guy he was and in our relationship jasmine i have to admit i was the one paying for all of the trips he never contributed when we went to um atlantic city he never contributed on a lot of stuff that we did together no joke i'm not even making this shit up too. He barely contributed on the relationship. This guy would complain to me about paying for tolls. Oh, it's too much money to come see you. He would complain to me about gas. It's too much money for me to put gas in my car to come see you. I'm like, are you fucking kidding Bro,
1: me? Bro, same here.
0: You're complaining about gas toll, and it, there were situations where um the loans come up. Like he said, you know, I need, I need, I need to borrow some money. Like he, he was asking for money and Jasmine, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I was so dumb because I remember telling him at one point, Oh, if you ever need any help, I got you. Oh, if me you too. if you ever need money, I got you. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Like, let me help you out or whatever. And I kept saying, Oh, I can give you a thousand dollars right now. I kept saying this out my mouth not even trying to do any due diligence and try to like dig and dig and dig and dig to investigate why is he asking for this loan? Why is he all of a sudden asking for money? Jasmine, I was, as you said, with your situation, I was so mesmerized by him, like so in love, so happy, that I was not even fucking paying any attention to this guy when money came up. Like I wasn't really questioning like, oh okay so when am I going to get this back or you know Mm -hmm. what do you need this for like this guy was just asking for it and I wasn't like taking a step back and saying should I even really give him money should I even you know there wasn't even an argument there wasn't even a Mm -hmm. like a conversation in terms of when I was going to get the money back and it first started off with me giving him I believe like four hundred dollars here then a thousand dollars there then i think eight hundred dollars it just kept being like different random numbers that i was loaning to him and um every time i kept bringing up the money in text messages he kept dodging he kept dodging the conversation he he didn't even like try to say oh yes um sure like do you oh i can send it to you right now like there wasn't really any indication that he was going to pay me the money back like that's how I knew what the fuck was going on here. Like, I didn't understand why am I giving him all this money? He's not paying me. So
1: like that I, thought didn't even come to your mind, right? It didn't even come trust to my
0: mind. Like I was what? like, and I'm like, why? I, I was like, now afterwards, after the breakup, I said, why did I even go that route with even loaning him money to begin with? But before I get to that part, I first want to like bring up that, when we were going on trips and doing different things he told me oh um i got suspended on my job oh i think i'm gonna lose my job like there was like certain conversations that came that came up like throughout the relationship where he was saying like oh oh, I'm going to lose my job. You know, I got in trouble on my job. Like, I didn't really get what the situation was or why he was getting in trouble or why he got suspended. Like, there was all this confusion. And I'm like, um, it, was just, it, was just, it just started to get really weird the way he was talking about his um, financial situation. And he also had a child. And mm-hmm. yeah, he had, like, he had a child. And I never knew how much he paid in child support. So when I brought up in episode one of our, you know, podcast that some people don't even mention they have a child right away. He was one of those guys that didn't mention he had a child right away. Like he waited until maybe after the fourth or fifth, I'm not sure how many dates we went on. He waited afterwards to later on tell me, even though we were already serious, like we were seriously talking So I was like, why did he wait so long to even mention it? And the reason why he said he waited long was because oh he was like, oh, I knew you were gonna stop talking to me if I told you I had a kid. And he goes, Yeah, you wouldn't even have um spoken to me if I told you I had a kid right away. So I was like, in hindsight, maybe I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, he he had he had a good heart, you know, in the beginning he had a good heart. And I probably wouldn't have like put too much thought into it, like, okay, I can't be with you because we have a kid. Like, I probably wouldn't have even cared then. Yeah. But fast forward, um, he never spoke about how much child support he makes. He told me the kid lives in a different state. And then towards the end where things started to get messy, Jasmine, when I tell you when things started to get messy, I kept getting stood up. He stopped answering his phone while we were in the middle of meeting up for a date. It started to get really. It was. It was bad. I was in Times Square one day, crying like a baby because this guy stood me up, and he never. He, he never explains himself. Like, we were. We were together, like on and off, and he stood me up a lot of times on dates, and. I'm so sorry, dude. I was like, this. You know, I was young and stupid. I did not even think at the time it's time to walk away i didn't even say okay okay, it's time Mm -hmm. to walk away and as you said like you you, when you're thinking about the dick or whatever the sex you're like so caught up okay it feels good if this feels good and you're like okay i don't want to get out of it soon that was a situation i was in like at that time i was just thinking about the love yeah part of it and i wasn't trying to say Ashley, wake the fuck up. This mm-hmm. guy is not good for you. Don't invest any more energy. Don't invest any more emotion into this fucking guy at all. Like, I I wish I could have walked away the minute he was asking for money, but I didn't.
1: Same, same.
0: And then afterwards, that was when I said, uh, <laughs> I left this part out. So this guy was always buying me expensive bags like Michael Kors and all these ridiculous brands and whatever so after after I found out that this guy was blocking me on his phone he was not answering my text messages I kept pressing 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 for the money that he owed me I kept saying like where's his money he made up the story about I'm getting a settlement check once I get the settlement check, I'm going to pay you back all this money. This is, by the way, this is all in text messages. Like, he's like, oh, I have a settlement check. And Jasmine, I'm like. settlement for what? Dude, I don't even fucking know There's what the settlement. Jasmine, I was so dumb. I don't even know what he was getting a settlement check for. I don't even know what he was talking about. To this day, I don't even know what settlement check it was or what, even, or if there even was a settlement check to begin with, like who knows what was right coming out of this guy's mouth like he was a liar the whole time he was lying fast forward towards like when we were um going through this back and forth over money I went to his house I like literally I went to his house left all of the bags that he gave me in front of his house he was living with his parents at the time I remember speaking to his father saying, do you know your son owes me so much money? And
1: uh, can I ask, why did you give the bags back?
0: I, yo, I, Jasmine, I, if I see shit in my house that reminds right. me of my exes, I, did I don't part. want it. Okay. I don't want that energy. I don't want any gifts that this person gave me. I don't want i don't want to look at it like i was so hurt by the nonsense he put me through i just said look get your shit i don't want to look at it i don't want it in my house i don't want to know so i gave him back the bags i went back to his house he was living with his parents and his dad answered the door his dad said do you want to talk to his mom about this i'm thinking you're the parents yeah, they have no involvement in the money situation, but I don't need to tell you. What the hell is his mom going to do? Like what exactly? I was like, I don't I don't really see the need of me going to his mother to like lay out. Oh, do you know he owes me this? He owes me that. And he told me this, he told me that. Like his parents, what? What? I need to go to his parents for the money that, that he borrowed for me? Like, no, you don't go to the parents for money that this guy or girl took from you. Can I like, mentioned it's not their financial
1: responsibility. It's not. <laughs> so for me, after my breakup, um uh my I kept all of my parents had no idea about anything I was going through because I was so freaking embarrassed. So he after the breakup, my ex um, he actually like he texted my mom saying, like, oh, like, yeah, she was paying the rent and stuff like that. And oh my I, god. I was so angry that I texted his dad right away. And I was like, your son owes me $50,000. He did this, he was, always, he was lying about, because he lied so much to his dad too. He was taking money from his dad too. And that's what I called him out on everything. And then his dad texts me, um, uh, oh, I have, I have nothing to do with this. Keep in mind after an eight year relationship, this man was supposed to be my father-in-law. Like bro, these people are so fucking heartless. Um and oh and then then my ex texts me back afterwards he's like why did you tell my dad blah 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 I'm, I'm about Jasmine, to Jasmine the you down. same thing happens when I appeared oh. at his house that's
0: when he unblocks my phone number and says you came to my fucking house and you yep. talked to my fucking mom or my dad no bro you owe me my fucking money yes they we'll deserve to yourself. know you're a joke you yep. are a joke you. Take That's why money they were from women, and now you want to complain because I went to your house and told your dad you owe me so much money.
1: maybe really? I mean Yo, break. fuck <laughs> these guys! I swear. And if they're listening, <laughs> so <bad>. fuck <for> you. <laughs> and you know what? Let's let's just be clear.
0: I think Jasmine and I are being extra nice that we're not even mentioning these guys' names. Dude, I would where they live. Dude, I, I, I feel I I'm being extra nice right now on this me podcast. Too. Me and too. doing you a favor because yep. no woman should deal with the guys that we dealt with okay yep. I'm, I'm putting this shit out there like this and I didn't even get a chance to finish the whole story but <laughs> did, yeah right after I you know went to his parents house dropped everything and he was like on the phone screaming oh we did blah 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 that was when I decided to go to the courts I said you know what let me go to small claims court and try to get the money like that was the first thing that came to my mind because I don't want to deal with this guy like don't expect to verbally come to a resolution with someone who financially abused you like sometimes you can't even verbally work things out so Mm -hmm. if you can't verbally work it out do it the legal way and what I did was I went to small claims court and I said I put it all on paper, pay the fee and everything. Now, the good thing about small claims court is you don't need to speak to a judge. You just go, it's a small claims court. You just file it. You do the case yourself and you just attend the hearing. Mm-hmm. So at the time um, I attended the hearing, he didn't show up. So they were asking me, can you show proof? That he owes you money, mind you. Even if the other person doesn't show up, you still need to bring documents, paperwork proving that this person agreed to pay you back. So I saved all of the text messages with this guy saying, I'm gonna pay you back when the settlement check, blah blah blah, I'm gonna pay you back uh when I get paid, or like every every time I loaned him something, I saved the text message and that was what i brought to the court so because he didn't show up they said you won by default now what default judgment means is basically what i just said the person didn't show up to defend themselves and say hey no she's lying or this is not true or whatever i won by default so right after the case and
1: he, actually, yeah go ahead yeah can i ask like so like what proof did you have what like no. what did you supply to the courts for evidence? I
0: printed out all of the text messages. I did everything in Microsoft Word. I printed screenshots, put the screenshots in Microsoft Word, printed it all out. So I actually showed them with his picture, his name, I showed them everything. And they said, okay, they they awarded me judgment. They said, You showed Poofy, he owed you the money, you know, you, you won the case. Now, what happens is after I won they sent him a court order they sent me a court order basically showing i won and he didn't Mm -hmm. now what people don't know about small claims court so if somebody says you won the case that does not necessarily mean you're gonna quickly collect the money from the other person people think okay i'm gonna sue you i'm gonna get my money back um no that's not how it works The person needs to have the money in order for you to collect the money. So if you're dealing with someone who's broke and this person owes you 50K, 25K, sweetie, you're most likely not going to get the money back. You you probably won't even see the money. Even if you go to court with a lawyer and pay all these ridiculous lawyer fees, how are you getting it? What he's gonna take out a loan to pay you back the money. He's gonna most of these ti- most of these like settlements that you hear on TV, someone winning three a three million dollar settlement or you know a billion dollar settlement, they don't pay you three million dollars tomorrow. They don't pay you three million dollars next week. It takes time mm-hmm. until you get that money. In my situation, Jasmine, after I won the court case against him. I went to the court-martial. The court-martial said, you need his social security number. You can't just garnish someone's wages unless you know where they work. So I was in a very ridiculous situation because I don't know his social security number. I didn't know where he works because I called his last job and they said, so-and-so doesn't work here anymore. So I'm like fishing, trying to figure out how, okay, I won. Yippee. Yeah. Like I'm like celebrating, oh my God, I beat this guy, but okay. When am I getting my money back? What, when, when am I getting it? So I went through the court system. The court system said, you need to know the person's social. You need to know where they work. Because I didn't have this information, I couldn't do anything. The only thing I was able to do was send subpoenas to the banks to see mm-hmm. which bank he had a bank account in. Oh wow. So, yeah, so I was sending subpoenas around and then JP Morgan Chase sent me back information showing that he has more he has money sitting in that account. Now from what I remembered in the documents they faxed to me he had Jasmine, this guy had less than three hundred dollars in his bank account. Yo I I, I mean Jasmine no no seriously this man has a what what was I gonna get out of this like even if I was lending like loaning him money I was not gonna get anything out of it the court-martial said you cannot garnish someone's bank account and wages unless there's a certain amount in there and I'm like what's the point like for everyone who's listening what is the point of going through the courts if it's an extra process to get the money back why is it easier to collect child support and more complicated to collect money from people who owe you money? It's like the the, the dumbest thing. I was like, is this a New York thing? Like, I wonder what it's like in other states because New York's court system is exhausting. Like, it's like, really? Like, why do I need his social? If I already proved to you, this guy owes me money. You know, like, yeah, it's dumb. It's stupid to me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, do you feel with your situation, you would have wanted to go that route with taking him to court and just, like, do you think it would have made sense? Or do you think, you know, like, what are your thoughts on that? Since you gave him so much money, would you have gone, like, gone back in time and said, boop, here's your court papers, see you in court, get a lawyer, do whatever? Would you have done it?
1: Honestly. You know, if I wasn't as healed, if I wasn't as hurt and like really needed my own space to heal, um, if I was more petty and if I was more angry, I definitely would have. And I have to admit, so I'm looking through my, um, my cash app right now because I actually (laughs) did try to do that. I tried to do it myself. So, and again, if I'm in, if I ever go to court, I have so much legal proof. This guy, he started um, after the breakup. His insane freaking brain really thought that we would get back together at some point. So I had to make it crystal clear. Yo, Jasmine. I don't know. Oh, you guys can't see the screen. But basically like he started like after the breakup, he would start paying me like $100 here, $300 there. And I literally have it, his name with a message saying for, because I told him he owes me $50,000. And I have that in writing. Legally, he has a paper notarized saying that he owes me $25,000. Wow. He was saying like $300 for uh, $49,700 left, bi-weekly checks. And this lasted maybe a month. He gave me $100 for Valentine's Day saying like, here you go, love. And bro, I had to- I, whole, Yo, who does that? these people are so he, dra- he
0: drains you out and had the audacity,
1: the audacity. to send you a
0: hundred hours on valentine's day you guys not even together and jasmine let me fill you in on this right after this mess that i dealt with my ex he was still contacting me even while i jumped into another serious relationship
1: the audacity. he was
0: still contacting me Leaving voice messages. Now, I had his number deleted. Now, I think I was blocking it at some point and whatever. And I'm thinking, why the hell are you contacting me? You already used me financially. Why are you contacting me? You embarrassed me and tricked me into thinking that you were this loyal guy. And Jasmine, I also Mm -hmm. forgot to mention, I found out through Facebook that the money that I was giving him this girl told me that, yo, the guy that you're seeing, he, I was also seeing him. She was like, yeah, you were giving him money. He was also giving me money. He was giving me the money that you were giving him. And I was like, are you effing kidding me right now? Yeah, Jasmine, if she never contacted me on Facebook and told me any of this, I swear to you, I, 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 I'm, I'm swearing on this podcast I would have not thought this guy was cheating on me. Wow. How stupid is that?
1: Wow. Hey, I didn't see, I, I
0: don't, I don't, I didn't see signs that he was cheating. Like it, it's weird. Like people don't necessarily see it because remember we're not living together and you don't necessarily see it. Like When, when you're living in separate places, you can't always see when yeah. someone's cheating. So the fact that this Facebook message pops pops up out of nowhere and she's like by the way I know who you are I've seen you on his phone like she knew my name I don't know how she found my Facebook because I was never Facebook friends with him
1: oh interesting
0: dude I I don't know I don't know how she found me I I don't care to be honest. Mm-hmm. So for her to find me on Facebook, I was like, "Whoa! Like, wh- how does she know who I was? Like, it was kind of odd." Mm-hmm. So she told me, "Yeah, the money that you were giving him, um, he was giving me like for the car when he when he told you he needed money for his car payment. By the way, I was driving his car too. Like, it was like crazy. twist after twist after Yo, twist.
1: I'm sitting, I'm sitting
0: that. here like, did this bitch just say that?" She was also driving his car, the same car that I was helping him to pay car payments for. I mean, and Jasmine, like you said, you didn't tell your parents, but guess what? My parents found letters that was in a bag that I had and my mom called me screaming at the top of her lungs. Do you know your daddy, I found this letter where you're telling this guy to pay you back all this money and she was like, you don't even give us this much money. <laughs> my parents Bro. were like, you were giving this guy all of this money and you don't even give us this much money,
1: <laughs> yeah. which is true. I yeah. was so quick to loan him money, but not my parents. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, so like, even after the breakup, like one thing I did, uh, cause I think the official breakup was like, and keep in mind, like. I, we should have, this could be like a whole other podcast episode. Yo, I had a six month plan to break up with this asshole. Um, but after the breakup, um, damn it. I lost my thought. Damn it. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. I'll oh come my- back <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's
0: okay. But you know, I'm Jasmine, so I, I'm like forgetting shit. <laughs> I, I, I really want to mention for everyone that's listening here's here's my take on this when it comes to dealing with financial abuse do not think it's normal I I think some people are like okay I'm doing the right thing I'm doing a favor like if this person wants like needs
1: cash I'm doing them a favor which is why please forgive yourself you did it out of the kindness of your heart you did it out of love and unfortunately like Unfortunately, you'll deal with some manipulators sometimes. And that's okay. Like, it wasn't your fault. Seriously, you had no idea.
0: And and speaking of manipulation, what I want to mention too is, I think, and this is just me, Jasmine, I don't know if you want to agree or not. Sometimes the manipulation is happening in stages.
1: Yeah, that's how they manipulate
0: that 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 that's the thing that people are not realizing it's happening in stages the beginning stage it's not it's probably not visible it's like okay you know small mm-hmm. it's a small you know this this is small then gradually it it gets bigger and bigger it starts to it starts to boil up like okay this person is out of control and they're just using me financially yeah They're sleeping around with so many different people and they're just using me financially. Like I'm I'm that person's bank. They're coming, they're coming to you when they need money. They're coming to you because you're just handing it out. You're handing it out so quickly without asking too many questions. And a lot of people in relationships are victims in this because Mm -hmm. maybe there's no other way to get out of it, especially like if you're living in a household and you're working and you have siblings that are not working and those siblings need assistance with school or they need you know tuition paid or something paid you're stuck because your parents probably the parents probably can't even do anything about it they have to say hey you know you're the oldest one you have to provide for this for the for the younger ones like the manipulation is happening and you probably can't get out of it you know sometimes mm-hmm.
1: you just can't walk away mm-hmm. i think the most important thing is just like to see like and i know it's hard when you're in love to really like kind of take a step back and see the signs because it's like dude like love really does make you blind sometimes dude, and i would say you know, like love is blind <laughs> it, re- it really seriously is man i eight years dude i have too much experience with this shit. but i would say i think like now in the future and to your point, like, I, you know, it's, it's not fair for me to say, like, you know, I expect a man to pay for everything. That's not realistic. That's not, that's not how I operate. I'm such a giving person. I know I'm not like that anyway. Um, but I would say like, is this, is this person responsible for, with money? First of all, first of like, all, that is, that is a good point. They, like, are they paying for clothes and weed and just like food? If they're, if they're already responsible with money, I would definitely feel comfortable loaning them money. And especially like, you know, if they're just in the habit of always trying to give and be fair. So like, for example, and I know I'm sure so, I really wish I could interview a guy about this too. Because I'm sure so many men have dealt with this, like women using them just for money and trips and bags and who knows what else. And just going out to like fancy dinners. And I making can do, you're <laughs> right. I, before, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I want to get back into what you just mentioned,
0: because I had um dealt with chicks saying well if he gives me bags gives me this I'll take it okay but isn't that sending mixed signals that you're leaving them on it's not fair like you're just you're just taking the bags you're taking the money okay but you you have no desire to be with this person long term you're just using them as a bank account like this is your sugar daddy this is you know you go to this person if you need this paid or that paid your nails done your hair done like it's stupid it's like okay you're accepting the gifts that's considered financially abusing the person you are technically financially abusing them
1: and I'm not proud of this but I I do want to admit it just because like you know I've grown so much and like again like my actions after this came from a place of hurt came from Mm -hmm. a place of suspicion I wanted to protect myself and for a while after uh, my breakup when I was dating I would seriously I would test the guy I would test the person. Don't
0: feel it's, ashamed. Honestly, it's not, it's, not, it's not a bad thing to do. Like you, you sure you, you're doing the right thing.
1: And like the way I would test him is like, even like if we were having dinner or something, like if I offered to pay and he agreed, that's it. I was, I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. Cause again, in my head, I really felt that like, you know, I'm never letting a man use me for money again. And I felt like a real man wouldn't, would, wouldn't even dare let a woman pick up the chab. And looking back, that wasn't fair of me. that that wasn't fair for me to judge them like it's if i if i want to offer something it has to be from my heart and i i don't want to play those types of games anymore with a guy
0: and jasmine one thing um i want to say like looking back at my situation Mm -hmm. i should have walked away the minute i noticed that you didn't see any money coming back at all like yes one loan no money the next loan no money okay No more after that, like after those first two loans and you don't see any money coming, there's no point. And, you know, I didn't walk away fast enough. And that's what, like, it's embarrassing because I have to admit, I did bring up this situation to my current, you know, husband, because I need him to know that, you know, this was the BS that I dealt with. And I don't want to deal with this type of BS with you. So he, I felt he deserved to know that it damaged me. And I kept Mm. feeling resentful, like, oh my God, I want to get this. I want to get him back so bad. You know, I want to get my money back. Like I kept, you know, holding on to hope that this guy was going to pay me back even after the whole court thing. But you know what? I won after this. I'm, I'm the winner because I'm not with you. I don't have any kids with you motherfucker. I am the winner. Yep. that's what that is that's the most liberating (laughs) feeling I won Jasmine won in her situation after this $25,000 mistake she fucking won because guess what she doesn't have to deal with this guy anymore the next victim probably has to deal with this guy you know the next you know Jasmine can't stop the next victim but we're, we're just trying to inspire everyone with you know with this episode that everybody goes through this shit all the time Mm -hmm. everyone deals with some type of financial abuse and probably don't even realize it's financial abuse they don't realize it and I never went to my parents and said oh you know this is what he was doing sometimes you don't really want to tell your homegirls or your homeboys what's happening and Jasmine, you can admit, did you tell me right away that your ex was doing all of this? I mean, guys, we're best friends. And Jasmine did not even tell me that all of this was going on.
1: And even for me, it's like, I've learned so much about this, like even in our conversation now. And it's just like, you know, it's, I think at that time, it's like, I didn't want to mention anything because... Again, this was my first relationship. I had no idea what was normal and what wasn't. I didn't even think this was going to be a problem. I really didn't. I really thought I was doing the right thing and trying to help and support him.
0: And by the way, eight years, that's a long time. Like you would, you would think that you are probably never going to leave this guy.
1: Exactly. In my head, I'm like, okay, this is
0: just a little bump in the road. Money is involved and, you know he's a doorman. This is, I, I don't know what the salary is for a doorman, but you, you probably felt, okay, this is just what it's going to be like in the beginning stages. Yes. And you know he's probably going to switch jobs, but yes, I, I okay. really want to, I want to bring up something because I know you didn't mention this. Mm-hmm. You said in a conversation with me that when you guys lived together, you even saw worse signs. Like you saw he didn't give a crap about paying rent. he nope. didn't give a crap about cleaning he didn't give a crap about being a fiance like even just not even just being a fiance he didn't even care about being the man of the household he didn't not even care at all stepping up or providing for you like you were telling me you were holding the fort with paying the rent and i mean what what, what was the situation when, like ha, like what was going through your mind when you were living with him
1: dude two weeks in no I guess like maybe a month in I realized I made the biggest mistake of my life
0: wow so two weeks in you were like oh shit damn yep wow because this
1: you know what this asshole did I guess um in the oh I have to say in the beginning like we I think he paid rent for the first two months and I agreed, like, you know, I would handle food and stuff like that. And again, this is how manipulators work They're mm-hmm. They'll put it up just so like you could get them to trust them and use it and use it against you later on. So like after the two months and like he was working doorman, still doing the overnight shift. Um, I purpose I think he purposely got himself fired. What? No, I. Pr- yes, I'll go on. record. Right wow. Back. He purposely got himself fired because he's a fucking lunatic. Um, knowing that I would take care of everything. When this guy went on, I, I, I reported him for this too and nothing ever happened. So that's the government for you. When he filed for unemployment, you know what he was spending all of the money on? Not once did he ever offer to pay for everything. He was just spending on himself. He was ordering seamless all day, Ubers, weed. What? I reported his ass and nothing ever came of it. So New York city government. Who who did you report him to? Like when he, when you realized that he wasn't, um, Oh, I did it after the breakup, but I reported it online on, on the official, like New York city, New York state government website for unemployment. I reported, I reported a fraud and I gave all of the details exactly what he was doing it. This dude was so bad at money. So on unemployment, they give you a debit card basically. And that's Mm -hmm. how you use the money. He was so bad at money. I would seriously just take, I would you know, I just took a picture of the number of the card and I would use it to pay our bills. Um, one time I was able to pay the whole rent and his dumbass never even noticed the money was missing. This is how terrible it Oh my God. So it wasn't all bad, but still like, um, yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy after that. Like, you know, unfortunately, again, I thought, I thought it was just me being supportive. Like it, ugh, man, I went through a whole roller coaster. I had no idea what was going on. Like, on, on one thing, yo, dude, I
0: have to mention this because I, I, I really, I really want to like put this out. Yeah. If you're dating someone and you start to give too many gifts in the beginning, please, Jasmine, man. Oh my God, please don't guys, please, don't, please we're 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 we're, we're begging you if you're talking to someone please do not give them gifts too quickly I I'm not I'm talking about in terms of okay not not if it's their birthday not if it's Valentine's Day like I'm just saying just gifting them new shoes new bags
1: new clothes and don't do it. it dude, and this is why at the you know after the breakup and this is what when I lost my train of thought this (laughs) I I remembered um I made a vow to completely spoil myself because I realized I was so in love with him and I wasn't you know I had low self-love which is why I think like it was compensation like I wanted him to feel as good as I wanted someone to treat me and so after the breakup yo I spoiled the hell out of myself like, I legit, I probably, like, put down, like, a a good 2K just online shopping for everything I wanted. Like, I really didn't care. And to your point about, like, with your parents, like, yo, I am so giving with my family and friends now because, like, those are the people I want to freaking support, you know? And, like, you know, I have to say I'm so blessed to be, like, in a financial I'm, I'm really financially blessed right now. Like money has never been an issue for me. Like I'm ready to buy a home soon. Like, so, hey, we were I'm, the winners. Girl, I'm
0: happy for you. Like a lot of people, when they make these financial mistakes, like 25K and up, that is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Like people that was the most not to not to millionaires and big you know other big shot people but we just feel like if you're living a modest life and you have a certain certain salary that's a lot of money to give someone and Mm -hmm. to not get it back and for people to be so ruthless Mm -hmm. once we're doing favors for them and they show no sense of compassion they don't care about their hurt they don't care about the person's stress, like the fact that the person's going out of their way to give you all this money and you refuse to give it back to them any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. It's it's a disaster. Like, you have to watch out for these cold, hearted people. And sometimes you don't see it right away when you're talking to them. You don't see it right away. And as Jasmine said, there's nothing wrong with testing people. I'm glad you mentioned that because there's nothing wrong with testing. If you, like, not if you do it in a malicious way, but like, kind of like when you're going out, like ask a lot of questions, like not questions about money, but like, as you're getting to know the person, see if they're telling you, oh, are you going to pay for this bill? Are you going to pay for this tip? Like, see how quick they, 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 they talk about certain things, like, Ask you to buy them this, buy them alcohol, buy them cigarettes, but like, see what type of habits they have in the beginning, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, are they spending all of their money on like, you know, like alcohol and weed and stuff like yes. that? Yes. Like, are they responsible? Like, can and
0: people with potential life, gambling problems. Oh my god.
1: Dude, dude, yes, please. It's not going to get better. Trust me.
0: It's not going to. Yeah. If you're if you're dealing with someone that's constantly talking about oh going to gamble and. <laughs>
1: One one forward. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And actually, can I ask you? So, like, if you had to do things over again, would you have taken legal action and trying to get your money back?
0: I would not have gone to the courts because um I, I didn't really see a victory out of it. Like going back, I didn't if he was blocking me so many times and ignoring my texts and like ignoring my calls. I shouldn't even have wasted time going to the courts because if you're not in communication with someone who owes you money and it's hard to track them down, you're just gonna get tired after a while. Like you don't really need to hire a private investigator. You don't need to hunt them down by going through their relatives or going through their friends. And I was doing that, I was going through a friend i had at the time to contact his friends like i was like i had to find a way to chase him down to get him to like pay me something but he was such a difficult guy di- he, he was a, a difficult di- a guy to deal with and i knew he wasn't going to give me any money so looking back at it i felt like it was a waste of time to go through the courts it was a waste of time to even loan him money i just wish i had said damn like mm-hmm what was I, what was I thinking? Like, I should have like listened to like my gut instant. I should have like walked away every time he stood me up. I should have walked away when he was like complaining about toll or, you know, constantly having me visit him. And he yeah, was not oh making my God. it. Hey, oh my Jasmine, God. Jasmine, this yeah. guy would go on and on and on. Oh, meet me here. I'll pick you up there. Meet me here. I'll pick you up. Jasmine, this guy made no effort to putting more mileage to come to my house. Like I always had to like meet him halfway to hang out. Why? Why are we meeting halfway? Why couldn't yes. you put yep. more work into it to see me? Like this guy, I mean,
1: no. as now you I'm looking- said,
0: I'm 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 at peace because now I know what not to do and i'm in a marriage i'm happy that we're not in a situation where we're constantly like talking about loaning each other money like yeah when you get married and when you're dealing with the love of your life you're not really like oh my god like you don't really think yeah. about what your exes did anymore like you just like yeah. hold a stronger fort with the current person that you're with and it gets better you know mm-hmm.
1: and i'll say that's why like i maybe in the, I don't know, like what's the, what's it called? The statue of limitations on all of this stuff. Like if I ever find out, like he actually has money, like maybe I'll pursue it and I'll be like in a stronger position to do it. Um, because I have a lot of proof. Um, so, but right now I'm like, I really, at this point, like, bro, like protecting my energy is priceless. It's not no, worth might. it for me at this point. And honestly, and I think- it, yeah, was an no, expensive absolutely right. it was an expensive lesson, but again, I'm really glad I went through it because I had to learn somehow. I was too nice of, I'm too nice of a person, I'm too giving. And this really showed me that like, I really do need clear boundaries and I do not need to pay for stuff to have someone love me. Dude,
0: you, <laughs> that was a beautiful statement right there. You don't have to pay for stuff to have someone love you. And that's why sometimes I like, look at these rappers who are dropping so much money on side tricks and it's like you really have to drop this amount of money for someone that you know you're not going to be with long term and it's like it's so much things that people are doing what's the point like if you're not really going to be in a serious relationship with someone or you guys just playing games with each other using each other like there's no point in spending that much energy. Yeah. And with this whole podcast, I'm happy that Jasmine was able to just share her experience with her mistake. And Me too, Ashley. Just like learn. Like you're stronger now. And that's the most important thing. You're a stronger woman now. And you're, in, you're inspiring everybody else not to fall in the same trap as you. Mm-hmm. Not that many people are fortunate enough to even get out of these toxic situations where they're being financially abused. They, they, mm-hmm. they, they're crying out for help and they can't get out of it. And it's, very, it's a very sad situation. And I'm so happy that we were able to do this episode today. And we hope everyone who's watching tunes into all the other episodes we have coming up. And if you wanna see this on video, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel since we always post some videos there. You can see our faces while we talk. So yeah. If you're also interested in being interviewed on our podcast, we'll definitely um, put our email address so that you can contact us
1: and say, Hey, I want to be on because we're, we're ready. We're, we're all game. <laughs> and I, I will say like, if anyone has gone through this and like you want some advice and you want some help, like, please always feel free to reach out to me. Like I am yeah. an open book. You could find us on Twitter jasmine and ashley podcast and like we'll probably have like our personal handles there too but we're here for you guys seriously
0: okay so stay tuned for episode three i hope you guys enjoyed episode
1: two bye everyone bye